In one of our earlier season previews, we stated the NFC East has a chance to be the most competitive division in all of football. This division might overtake it or be a really close second depending on how the year goes. That's right, my friends. For the final part of our division series, we are going to be covering the AFC East. Welcome to the Super Fan Dan Show. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. This is no democracy. It is a dictatorship. I am the law. If you survive camp, you will be on the team. If you survive. And now here is your host. What a game. Why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Super fan. Dan. Welcome back to the show, and we have finally made it to the end of the season division previews because the NFL season is starting later today, and I am super stoked and excited for that. If you're just as if you're just as excited and stoked as I am, then you'd be a big candidate to join our socials for updates on the show. You can join us at Superfan Show on Twitter, X, or Instagram. Your follow would be greatly appreciated. And if this podcast is right up your alley, we'd love a like and a five-star rating, if you would, so that others may know about this amazing community we are growing. So like I said, we're going to talk about the AFC East in this episode today. But then we will also follow it up with what my playoff predictions are and who's going to win the Super Bowl. So stick around to the end for that prediction. But now for the AFC East. First off, we have the Buffalo Bills. Over under 10.5 games this year for win-loss total. I have them over. The Bills are a great team. I think we forget a, I think we forget that last year because the season ended so quickly for them in that 27-10 defeat against the Bengals in the playoffs. Just fell short of where they wanted to be. I think losing DeMar Hamlin in that horrific scary incident played a huge part in how they came back and how they played. But despite that, past 3 years have been rough for them as far as uh having luck at the end of the year would be a good way to put it. Now, what's the cr- what the crazy part is, is their top 10 in special teams, offense, and defense. They are loaded all over the map. All over the map, and it's not even close. For instance, they have Micah Hyde, Tredavious White, Leonard Floyd. They have all these players that are going to produce big numbers for them again. And on offense, you got Gabe Davis, Josh Allen, tight end Dawson Knox and now you have Dalton Kincaid which I think is a great fit for Josh Allen and the Bills Stephon Diggs has been had some issues with the team right now and with Josh Allen but hopefully they get over that because they do need him in order to be a successful team but if you look at the last three years they just cannot get over the hump 
Three years ago, they lost to the AFC Championship game to the Chiefs. Two years ago, they lost to the Chiefs again. 13 seconds game. They took the lead. They had the best pass defense in the league. They let Mahomes throw two passes up the middle, kick the field goal to tie the game, and then won in overtime. And then last year, they just fell flat against the Bengals. So they need to find a way to get over that hump because they're still in a Super Bowl window, but those windows close without without any warning at all. So I hope the Bills can overcome themselves and give that fan base to at least one chance at a Super Bowl because that fan base deserves it. Absolutely deserves it 100%. So I think the Bills will be fine this year. They just got to show up in the playoffs this year. Uh, Next up on our list, we have the Miami Dolphins, a team that was looking great last year until Tua just went into concussion mode. And it's no fault of his own. Just put in a really bad situation, had a really bad hit, had his fingers kind of stiff, and it was a scary moment. If not for DeMar Hamlin, that's that's the thing. If not for DeMar Hamlin, Tua would have easily been the biggest story in the offseason. People forget that happened with Tua because DeMar Hamlin was this close to dying. And the crazy thing is Tua talked with his family about possibly retiring this past year. He's only 25, but concussions are a scary thing that can set you back or make you end up in a wheelchair. So I don't blame him for thinking those things. It's a smart thing to do. But he was looking so good last year. And if he can build off of that and stay somewhat healthy and stay upright, he still has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. I looked at the stats from these two guys last year. It's insane how much they're used. Either one is good for fantasy. You're good with either one. Hill had 170 targets. Waddell had 117 targets. Hill had 119 catches, 1,700 yards, and 7 touchdowns. Waddle had 75 catches, 1,300 yards, and 8 touchdowns. Whoever the quarterback is, they have maybe one of the best receiving duos in the league. And it's tough. I don't know if they consider them the best, but they're close. If they're not the best, they are really, really close, quite honestly. So they're definitely still going to have the firepower to go with any quarterback they have, but Tua will definitely get them over the top. And then... New defensive coordinator here. We have Vic Fangio. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see how he does with this defense that kind of had a rough end of the year last year. Not going to lie, but it's going to be very interesting because when he was taken as the defensive coordinator, and this is from Yahoo, he singled out pass rushers Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb, defensive tackle Christian Wilkins, and safety Javon Holland who should be a huge part of the scheme. So that could be hit or miss. If they respect Vic Fangio, this team could take another leap. If they don't respect him and think he's a fool for singling them out like that, then this defense could be a little rough. Um, They do need to improve on takeaways. They only had 14 last year. They had to be more opportunistic. They did get Jalen Ramsey to help with that, but Jalen Ramsey got hurt. So now all of a sudden, you look at their defensive backfield and you still have Xavier Howard, great player, but then you have Kadar Koho and then you have Eli Apple that could be part of your dime package. Have fun with that, guys. Have fun with that. Wish you the best of luck. 
Might not work out too good for you guys. Over under for this team is nine and a half. I have them slightly under, probably at nine. Unless Tua can stay healthy, then I could see 10, 11 games to overcome some of the defensive inefficiencies they might have, especially if they have to play Eli Apple. Have fun with that. Next up, we have the team that used to be on top of this division for two decades. That's the New England Patriots. And the big question with this team is Mac Jones, the future. He was benched last year for Bailey Zappi, and then Zappi underperformed, and they put in Mac Jones again. Still boggles me that Mac Jones won a football game by only throwing three passes in a game a couple years ago. But I never believed in Mac Jones, but this is his make-or-break year. If he can prove he can do something as the starter, he'll be the starter. If he's not, it could easily be a quarterback carousel all over again that a lot of teams go through when they lose a star quarterback. Miami did it with Marino. The Browns have done it for all of eternity. The Packers have avoided it because they always have someone in their back pocket, which most teams don't do because they want to win now. So very interesting to see if Mac Jones is the player or if he falls flat in his face. Now, what's great is he's going to have a lot of help with him. He's going to have Devontae Parker, and they picked up Juju Smith-Schuster to hopefully regain his Pittsburgh form for the Patriots this year. They have tight ends Hunter Henry and Mike Gusecki. Pretty good one-two combo. Solid offensive line. And Ramondre Stevenson, I think he gets a bigger load this year. Or I, I would have said he got a bigger load, but they also have Ezekiel Elliott, who will take the goal line part and score those short yardage touchdowns. If Ezekiel Elliott can be half of what he was in Cowboys, I think they could have a solid running game. But it all does hinge on Mac Jones and his success for the upcoming year. Now, the one thing that is probably a guarantee for the Patriots is they will have a excellent defense. Their defense has been top 10 and yards allowed or with the scoring average allowed top 10 the past 11 years. So over a decade, this defense has been insanely solid and what's great is for this team is that they still are loaded. They still have Matthew Judon in that defense. Jabril Peppers joins this squad. A lot of guys that you don't want to cross because they are stingy. They are stubborn. And can the defense help this team win some games? Absolutely they can. But if Mac Jones doesn't produce the way he should, they can't carry a team to the playoffs so i think new england is the worst is or i should say new england is the best worst team in any of the divisions because i think they'll finish last but it's gonna be very competitive last whereas they, they were in another division they might win that division or finish at least second or third but in this division that has a bunch of dogs in it i probably see them finishing last i see them finishing seven wins or eight wins this year for the Patriots. And last but not least, we have the New York Jets. The New York Football Jets. Nothing's happened with them in the offseason, right? <laughs> oh, man. They get Aaron Rodgers in that tr infamous trade that took forever from the Packers. They swapped the first-round picks. They swap some late-round picks, and then if Rodgers plays 65% of his snaps this year, then the Packers get 
the Jets' first-round pick in 2024. I know LaFleur, or I think the head coach of the Packers, or somebody said that the Jets are basically Green Bay East. And if you look at their team, I mean, you got Aaron Rodgers. They picked up Randall Cobb. They have Alan Lazard now. They picked up Adrian Amos as well to be in the safety position, probably as a backup. So he did bring some players with him. He also has Nathaniel Hackett, who was his offensive coordinator in Green Bay when he had those MVP years. So it's going to be a fun year for the Jets. But the question is, which Rodgers shows up? If it's the Aaron Rodgers from last year, the Jets are cooked. They are going to have a rough year, especially if Rodgers hurts that thumb again or that collarbone, which he's broken twice, once on each side. Um, And if, if they start losing, what happens if Rodgers starts talking about weird things on the Pat McAfee show? Because I guarantee he's still going to do the Tuesdays in the Pat McAfee show, and he might say some things that get rubbed the wrong way, and the chemistry in this locker room could easily fall apart. Now, I think they're putting success for winning. I think Garrett Wilson had an amazing year last year with no solid quarterback. Garrett Wilson could easily have a breakout year with Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. They also at running back have Dalvin Cook. They picked him up. Brees Hall is coming back from injury, so that's a great one-two punch. Al Lazard was never a one. He should have never been a one any time in his life. He was a one last year for Green Bay, and that flopped really bad. But he's an amazing blocking receiver, and he's a good number two. And in this offense, he's going to be a number two for the Jets, and I think that goes a long way to help. Now, the Jets' defense, absolutely amazing last year absolutely amazing they were dominant there's no question about that especially getting sauce gardner and then having quinn and williams have a career year that's great people forget that in 2021 this defense was awful last in the nfl in yards and points allowed and they gave up 175 points in a four-game stretch that was in 2021 now getting sauce gardner and quinn and williams is a huge asset towards that hopefully never happening again for them but now they have tape on these players. And I'm not saying that anyone's going to figure out Sauce Williams because he is an uh, Sauce Williams. Sauce Gardner, I should be saying. Uh, I don't know if anyone's going to figure him out, but never say never. In order to be a great defense over a decade, you need consistency. So if this team can prove his consistency and the offense is just like half of what, uh, it's just for double of what they were last year. This team could be a dark horse Super Bowl candidate. I think they get in their own way. I think there's a chance they make the playoffs, but I don't know if they advance any further because Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs has not been has not been a good good friend. It's not a good partnership, Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. It's been rough. I wish him the best. We'll see what happens. Now, when we're talking about who's going to win the AFC East. Here's what I have. I have the Bills at one. I have New York Jets at two. I have Miami three. And I have New England four in this really competitive division that could go down to weeks 15, 16, or even 17 to figure out who will win this division and get the guaranteed playoff spot. Now for the end of season predictions and who I think will win the Super Bowl here. From the NFC for the playoffs, we have Green Bay. Philadelphia, New Orleans, and San Francisco. 
taking home the division crown with the wild cards being Minnesota, New York Giants, and the Dallas Cowboys. In the AFC, we have the division winners of Cincinnati, Kansas City, Jacksonville, and Buffalo. Followed up by the wild cards of Baltimore, the LA Chargers, and the New York Jets. For the NFC side, I have San Francisco representing the NFC for the Super Bowl. And for the AFC, I have Cincinnati. And I think this is the year that Cincinnati will finally break through and win the Super Bowl with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And finally bring a Super Bowl title to those Cincinnati Bengals fan base. But the most important question is, is what do you guys think? Do you agree with these predictions? Or are they so far off base I should be in an insane asylum? Well, my friends, we have, an, we have an avenue for that for you to share your opinion. You can join our socials on Facebook, X, or Instagram at Show, And we would love to hear your opinions on why you're right and I'm wrong. Again, my friends, thank you for listening. God bless. And we'll see you next time here on the Superfan Dan Show, where football is our middle name.